Hey nerds, we're back. The Spirit of Nerds podcast, where we drink all sorts of tasty drinks, we talk all types of nerdy shit, and we just have fun. Just have a little a little chat, a little conversation. Tonight I am here with both David and Shauna as we get ready to talk uh Loki season two. But before we talk Loki season two, I'm gonna try that again. Before we talk Loki season two, <laughs> we're gonna talk about what we're drinking tonight. And because Shauna, I know you're not drinking. I'll, are, are you do you have I, anything? I have nothing. nothing? <laughs> I have not even water. water. I came straight. I, I brought my kid home from daycare, and I came straight here to get things logged in. So. Straight here. The there we go. I love it. Okay, David, what do you have? Uh, I'm drinking for two. So I have my bourbon. Um, Why are you drinking for two? What does that mean, bro? At this point, and and listeners don't don't do what I'm doing right now. I, I am I am literally drinking to stay awake. I am so fucking tired. <laughs> I am I am so tired. Like oh lord, my, like you ever been so tired? Your eyes start watering and your stomach hurts. That's why that's why I was at eleven a.m. It is now nine p.m. Damn. Yeah. So, um, but I, I have I have some bourbon and I've also got a glass of wine because that's what I was drinking with dinner, and then I forgot I had the wine and I got the bourbon and I was like, shit, I already got the wine. So now I just Doesn't have both. That make you sleepy? Man, we're about to find out. Oh, goodness. I can't be anymore. If I'm if I get any more sleepy, then I'm just gonna fall asleep right here. So. <laughs> While you're talking, yeah. No judgment. For me. I've already had two naps today, so. <laughs> I'm still fuck tired. Is a nap. My nap. Well, I mean, you got you. You're you know you have your. I'm still building a human. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you've got your doctor's. Yeah, nap. they really do. <laughs> yeah. My naps are the best I'm part just of my forty, day. so it's no, no excuses there. I mean, I've I've, all, yeah, I've, I've been up forever. So that's a good excuse, though. I think the last three days I'm working off of like combined six hours of sleep. Yeah, that's not fun. Mm. That's awful. Yeah. Go to bed. Right now? I'm just. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dave was about to sign off. He's like, all right, peace. I was like, I'll. He was excited. I'll turn this light out and sleep in the closet. I don't. <laughs> Denise, what are you drinking? I have a drink that I saw and I said, I'm going to try to make this. It is, I don't have a name for it, but it's bourbon and pear. And so to start, it is a honey, ginger, simple syrup. So honey and ginger and a syrup okay. that makes into a syrup. Then I take the syrup and put it into a cocktail shaker, which Shauna, you know, I could not find my cocktail shaker. So I just had to put it in a glass and stir it. Cocktail shaker, uh, the syrup, lemon juice, bourbon, Shake it up, get it nice and frosty, pour it into a glass, top it with some ginger beer. Sounds really good. Okay. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, sounds good. Oh, it's absolutely amazing. It's really good. Oh, good. Happy for you. It did say pear juice, right? You did. There's pear juice in here, A couple too. times. Okay, yeah. good. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> well, you're coming from a happy hour, right, Denise? So you, you've been... Yeah, but no, I was actually really good. I only had... Two beers oh, at a happy hour. All right, so you are you are in the right really state good. of mind to lead us through Loki season two. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm I'm great. I had some wings. I had some pierogies. I'm mm. real. 
little pretzel you know bites. What? I love all of this because between David and I being like just permanently exhausted, this is this is going to be the Denise show. We're just going to be supporting cast. I know I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, probably not. But we will see how it goes. But before we get into Loki, there was some really good news, or not really good news. There was really big news. And as my two gamers. I'm going to see what you think about it. And Sean is nodding. So I think she knows what I'm about to ask and what I'm about to say. I, I don't know. Do, no, I'm just like, know? let's hit me no. with it. What's what? up? Oh, no more oh, E3. Oh, yeah, that dropped today. Yeah, Man. I saw that. Yeah. 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 It's fine. Yeah. It, I think it's going, I think it's just like the same trends that we're seeing with the other conventions, right? Like Marvel has their own stuff. Like, And I think that that's like, PlayStation has their own thing. Nintendo Direct has their own thing. Yeah. So I think it's it's just it's the same trends that we're seeing for like the the other kinds of like pop culture conventions. They're just kind of all branching off and doing their own thing now. Yeah. Yeah, but this one was in person, right? Yeah. It was. So it was everybody. So it was everybody coming in person. So kind of like yeah. a Comic Con. So to me, I was like. That's kind of like a yes. comic convention saying we're not doing this mm-hmm. anymore. So it feels like it's a big deal. It is a deal. big deal, but it's it is uh, it is part of the like larger trend, I think. Of yeah, because yeah, I mean, like you you can't. I mean, how far do you really you can get when, like she was saying, like PlayStation does their state of play, Xbox has their own, Nintendo's got their own. So when once they start yanking products, I mean, what are you really going to do with E3 except a bunch of indie stuff, which. I'm all for. I mean, I would love it if if indie developers still had a platform, but that's not going to fill a convention space. Yeah. Mm. So, you know. There's also well, t- luckily. R.I.P. Well, about I mean, luckily, like the way video games are now, um, it's it, E3 isn't necessary. Yeah, you know, we we don't need it. It was it was nice, and I, and it sucks that some people are gonna get put out of work. That's 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 always you know terrible, but yeah, um, I don't I don't think their games are gonna suffer because E three isn't around anymore. Yeah, there's also I was just gonna say there's also been just like a lot of weird stuff happening in like the realm of the studios and developers anyway. Like so many jobs are being cut, so many studios are just totally going under, and like it, it's so there's already. Like even like so outside of PlayStation or Xbox or Nintendo, like the developers are kind of having all this drama too. So I, I it's it I don't really yeah. know what's going on. I don't have all the details, but um, even studios just seem like they're just on shaky ground right now. So mm. like even the, and like big studios, yeah. not yeah. even like the indie stuff. Like just like big name studios are just you're gonna say Bungie just let go yeah, of a lot of they're people. just they're just cutting left right and center it's kind of crazy yeah and then what was the game that they just released that they took it off of the the shelves already off of steam already because they were like yeah no this the is day the day after, after yeah. Yeah, yeah i think the man. studio yeah. closed down like i think the studio itself was like sorry shit happens and they're just and they went under like they released that game well, that- and then it was done that, that that game has been in development hell forever, yeah. and it, it it felt like a scam when they when they first brought it out because it seemed like a money grab. Like they had the idea, they just didn't have the backing or really the the follow through on the vision. But but they still wanted the money, um, so they just kept trying to trying to get it out, and it just it was never it was never really there. And once it finally came out, the, man. IGN beat that thing with with a barbed baseball bat. It was crazy. 
Like that game, I think they got they gave it a. I one. thought they got a zero. <laughs> yeah, it was it was tough. So, dang. Yeah. Well, they started opening up refunds. Well, good for them. Yeah. And basically, yeah, fantastic. Said shit happens, and people tore them up in the comments for saying that. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, well. Bright side, yeah. that GTA Six trailer came out. That caused quite a stir. <laughs> Boy, it's looking tough. That co- I- it's looking it's, it's looking good. So someone leaked the trailer. Someone did someone leak the trailer or actual clips from the game? Somebody leaked the trailer. trailer. Like because because oh. Rockstar was going to put it out. I can't like Rockstar was going to put it out on like that Wednesday and then that Tuesday it leaked. So then they're like, no, oh, like okay. fuck it. Then here, take it, and worked for me because I'm I'm not I'm not a big fan of. Hey, trailer's coming out tomorrow. If you can tell me that, then you can just fucking drop it. Just drop it. Just fucking well, the drop trailers it. are never gameplay right. though, either, right? Like they're they're like cutscenes and different anime, like. But it's not like the gameplay drop either. Usually, like yeah. the the yeah. trailers are super polished and. Um, That's what got this one game in trouble the day before, whatever the name of it is, because they weren't showing the actual gameplay; yeah. they were showing trailers. And everybody was like, "This looks nothing like the actual game." The game. Yeah. Right. And then um, I saw for GTA 6, I guess there's an actual, because you know, some of the, the clips were based off of actual events that took place in Florida. Mm-hmm. So the purple haired guy is actually telling them they have a day or two to give him like a million dollars or two million dollars before he puts his lawyers his on like, them because they took, mm-hmm, they took his likeness. So he's like, you have a day to give me a million dollars or two. I think it's now two million dollars he wants. Before he sends his attorneys on them. Yeah. Yeah, he ain't, he ain't getting that money. Oh, man. <sighs> so, welcome to Loki, Loki. Season 2. <laughs> yeah. Loki Season 2. Yeah. So, when we talked about it on our Marvel Phase 4 roundup, we loved it. I think, David, you and I both gave it an S. Shauna, I'm not sure where you were with it on the tiering. You mean Season 1? Right. I think probably like that A B range, but I could be wrong. And if people want to hold me to account and tell me I gave it something else, like go for it. <laughs> Correct me. I don't remember if you if you had because I know it was David and mm-hmm. I talking about it, so I didn't know if we circled back with you and said, "Hey, what are your thoughts on Loki season one?" I really liked the Loki season one. I will say. Okay. I don't really know how Loki season one really plays into Loki season two after finishing season two. Like it, they, to me, they almost feel like two standalone seasons um, or they okay. did until like the very end of season two. And then I was like, okay, all right. Now, now it's, now it's a cohesive storyline. Cause for a, a large part, 85% of season two, I was like, I don't really know why season one or how season one got me here anymore. Like, Let's just talk first, just overall season two thoughts. Um, David, and, and we'll kind of, I think we'll kind of do it like first half, second half, rather than trying to break down every episode. I liked the second half more so than the first half, I think. For me, that was where a lot more of the action happened. But overall for you, how was the series? Um, so I, I, I liked it as a whole. I can't do a first half, second half thing because um, it's been two months. And they've all just kind of <laughs> melded into one long movie for me. That is fair. <laughs> but um, I, I I really enjoyed it. Um, I think that 
this was a really, really good example of what can happen if if you have a good writing room. Um, aside from Sylvie, I I don't know. Like I know we talk about the the problems that Marvel's had with their villains a lot, but Marvel seems to just not like women. Um, because they oh you said you said they don't like women. Yeah, they make women do the dumbest shit, and and I and I and I don't know why. Like with like with the with the Marvels, we were talking about how how Captain Marvel just didn't seem right. Um, and then in this, like Sylvie just seemed like intentionally the most annoying person that you would just ever meet. It like a lot of stuff she did didn't make sense. Um but her aside, fucking perfect. So I agree with what everything about what David said about Sylvie. I feel like they really didn't know what to do with her and the at all this season. Like she, I guess she was supposed to be kind of like the not even like the moral compass, but like the constant reminder to Loki about how each timeline is real to to the people in it I, but like they really I really didn't again this is another piece where like season one was so Loki and Sylvie focused to season two where it was like almost like she was an afterthought and what was going on um mm-hmm. I, I will say I, I didn't feel like the pacing of this season was even um but I also, you know, I, I was moving and I was very busy. So like there was, I had to drop off watching. And so I got behind and then I didn't really feel like I needed to go back to watch it for a bit. Cause it felt like it was kind of like a low, like a low point in the season. And then I started watching it again and I was like, okay, yes, this is, this is a good, this is a good season. This is a good show. This is why I'm watching it. But it like the, the final, like the final act is what, really was like that was great like the finale like the 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 last two episodes three episodes that was amazing but yeah i didn't feel like that it was week to week to week like absolute bangers like it it did feel like it kind of dragged in places and um the other issue that i had with it and it's not even really an issue but there was just there was a lot of um there was a lot of characters that I feel like didn't have like a lot of payoff. And maybe it was what David was saying where like Marvel doesn't really care about women. Like Ravonna Renslayer, like at the beginning of the season, she mm. uh, like I was like, oh, I wonder where she and she didn't go anywhere. And like Miss Minutes, I was like, I wanna hear more about I wanna hear more about Miss Minutes. And then she just got weirdly like sexual. <laughs> All of a sudden yeah. Yes. for yeah. an AI. And then I was I was just I was so confused yeah. about like Sinister AI, you can do a lot with that. Um, but then to have her just be like weirdly romantically inclined to Victor Timely was a very strong choice. Um, and yeah, I just it just kind of dragged, and there was just it just felt like overcrowded with characters too. Um, so I just feel I feel like it wasn't even. I feel like it wasn't start to finish a, an amazing season. I feel like season one was pretty much solid start to start to end but okay. this one felt like it dry, like it lagged um in the middle okay well interesting that you said that you feel like there were too many mm-hmm. characters um how do you feel about the character because for the most part we had the same characters that we had in season one so that same dynamic that same kind of chemistry yeah. was there i think they introduced 
through maybe like a handful more that were in with us for the most part. So we got to spend way more time with Casey, even though he was there in season one, we got to yep. see more of him. We got a, we got OB yep. who was new. We got general docs from the game of Thrones who was new. Um, and then we had Hunter X five who may have been in season one. I can't remember, but we spent more time with him. So these new character introductions you feel like that was too yeah, much X5 or... in particular was another one that I was thinking about mentioning because I was just like I don't understand what purpose he served either like it was I I like I don't know it just kind of felt like there was a lot of people that were introduced that didn't have a, a big payoff for me and they could have spent more time developing okay. other characters that we had spent more time with and given them a better like backstory, a better plot line, like flesh them out a little bit more and, instead of letting them fall flat as a result. I'm I'm sure I'm sure we'll talk about it as we go on, but I, I feel like I feel like X five had a pretty had a had a pretty good purpose in the second season. I couldn't um, I couldn't really find it and maybe it's just because I'm tired, but I'm I'm happy I'm open to hearing all about it, David. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> Well, before we get into it, so the the whole thing is, like I said, Loki comes in, he's running around trying to find everybody and say, basically, hey, he's, he's trying to get the gang back together because something's happening. He's trying to figure out what's happening. And at the same time, we get introduced to General Docs from Game of Thrones, who has this weird relationship with X5, similar to what she did in Game of Thrones. So I really thought we were going to spend more time on that. I thought that was weird that they introduced that sort of weirdness and then we never saw it again. Um, then, so they're in London. They find X5. He is Brad Wolf. They're trying to run around and get him to give up Sylvie's location. So he does. They go find Sylvie. She's in Oklahoma. And McDonald's just trying to lay low and live a normal life. But they need her to figure out kind of like what's happening, what's going on. OB needs Miss Minutes because he needs her or Victor Timely's aura to fix the temporal loom. There was a lot of science going on here. And I feel like they say when they make the show the same thing that all science things, they're like, we're trying to simplify it for our audience because they can't make it too, too much or else we just start to like, just lose interest in it because it's way too much science. How was the science for you? Because it got to a point where I was like looms and auras and temporal lobes. And I was like, oh, my gosh. No, nah, I was good with it. I mean, it was a lot, but it, none of it was real. So, like, I, I, <laughs> I don't I don't think they were trying to dumb it down for us. I think they were just trying. Like, I mean, because you have to figure you're building a world and, and you're building a world on science that it's all at best is all theoretical. But. At the same time, none of it really exists. Because I mean, you're talking about a multiverse and how the 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 guts of that work. Like you know, like we know Doctor Strange was was going through all them little star holes that old girl was punching and all this other shit. And but but then when you get into the okay, well, well, how is that actually happening? Again, like you have to build that. So if you're trying to build it off of something that doesn't exist in the first place. I could see you trying to it's it's a dance on how how do we give enough information to make it sound like this is something that actually exists without giving so much information that this just turns into a TED talk. Mm. 
Yeah, I oh. I'm I'm with David. I didn't I didn't latch on to that aspect of it too much. I wasn't like trying to trying to give it too much critical thought because I was also like, well, Loki is technically a god. So this is where we're going. Like we're in a universe with gods and aliens and all these <laughs> like all of these other things. Magic exists. So I'm just right. I'm just gonna accept that this is part of the world building and if it doesn't track, okay. then it's fine because I have a feeling <laughs> that things will change throughout. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll just have to hang on to my seat and see how it all turns out. Definitely will. Yeah, like when he um, when he stepped out the door at the very end and he was like, fuck it, I'll just walk yes. in here and grab all these strands of multiverse and sit down and put it all together. Look, it was amazing. Yeah. Right? Amazing. That shit didn't make any sense no. to me. I mean, cause, cause like once, like, like once you remove yourself from it for a month or two, you're like, okay, if Victor goes out there in the suit and he just gets turned into spaghetti, we've already established that the Infinity Stones don't work here because nothing works here. And they were like, oh, we just we we turned the we turned the superpowers off. It's like, well, what? what? Yeah, I know. I and you know, and it, and it was it was a funny scene where he was like, hey, do you guys want me to turn this back on? Because you know, but then then your, your powers will work because he always saw that as a bad thing like hey loki's powers aren't supposed to work here oh like, yeah man yeah. turn the shit off how <laughs> yeah yep and also time doesn't exist there but he's time slipping in and out like it's like operating at hogwarts it's like it's it's very yeah i i, I agree though too because it was also like it was like every time victor timely went out there he did he got spaghettied and then Loki was like, ah, fuck it, I'll just do it. And it was like, this could have happened a long time ago. Like, I don't know why we're going through so many Victor Timelies if you know you don't eat, the radiation doesn't affect you. Like, I get that there's a point. But, like, I was just like, oh, okay. Oh, I'm going to have to go roll with that one. Yeah. <laughs> there was a scene in see episode two or three, I think. I know we definitely got an episode two where Loki was interviewing X5 and we got introduced that little torture device with the box uh -huh. where you put him in it and we saw Ooh, it. Buddy. And then yeah. in X episode three, we saw it in a bigger detail. Um, we saw it used on an entire group of yeah. hunters to the to yeah. the end. Yeah. That haunted me a little bit. That was like like they didn't show mm. it on screen, but I was like, that's dark. That's really dark. Yeah, I mean that was, and then like the look on Miss Minute's face while they were doing it, she was she was excited, she was thrilled that it was happening, and <laughs> she was, and I I was sitting there, um, because again, I mean this this shit came out a long time ago, but I was sitting there watching the new rock stars uh, breakdown, trying to just refresh myself, and mm -hmm. Eric Voss brought up the point that like when it was just Brad in there. And they were tightening the box up, but you can kind of see the walls squeezing in on Brad. That was one thing. But you also got to imagine, like, when those people were just getting crushed, they were getting crushed together. So it wasn't the walls. Mm -hmm. It was, it was like, skin Saw on skin. <laughs> and their, like, skulls were breaking <laughs> against each other's. And it That's was, what haunted me. Like, that uh, was, like, it was, like, yeah, keeping me up yeah. at night. I was like, oh, my God. I'm also very pregnant. So I, like, I'm getting kicked internally all the time. Like, so maybe that was too triggering for me. <laughs> Yeah, like when everybody was screaming and then the screams just yeah. stopped. Like it yeah. was just, it was just over. It was, yeah, that yeah, was rough. Yeah. But like you said, yeah, it was kind of weird because you had Miss Minna's face and I think you were looking at who X5's yeah. face was. Yeah, too, yeah. Right? like it was, so it was, it was like Renslayer's really like 
apathetic to the whole thing. She's like, okay, this is just something that's happening right now. Yeah, it's war. So to her, it's war. Yeah, it has to happen. Miss Minutes is like bloodlust, excited. Oh, so yeah, so thrilled it's happening. And X Five is just—I mean, like he, you can tell he's devastated, but you can also tell that he's not going to make a move to stop this because I mean, physically, he could overpower. You know, her if 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 he wanted to stop it, he could. He made a choice. But yeah, but he made a choice, and you could see that it it pained him to make it. But in his mm-hmm. in his brain, I think it was more of a survival. I thing. think so too, because I think that. Like the look on his face also to me was a little bit like I've been in that box. I that's yeah. a terrible way to go. And like he he just kind of looked like defeated. Like that's not a trauma that I want. I don't fucking I'm not going back in there. Like he so it was like survival. Well, because sure. you also got to think like he <clears throat> like he put them in that box. Like he when he was like okay enough, I'll help. Like he put them on the path to find all of them to get them in that room, and so all of that is really his fault i'm sure it didn't feel great for him <laughs> he just wants to be a movie star he does not feel great yeah he's wanted to go home he did, he did. speaking of home <clears throat> being a movie star in the very first half we saw the variants and where they were in their respective timelines and where they belonged who do you think had the best timeline like who who was the which variant had the best timeline that you would that you would even possibly want to go to I mean, B-15 was a doctor, so probably hers. B-15? Yeah. Okay. Or is this the one that stands out to me, too? Okay. Or, or Brad. I mean, I, yeah, I, I take Doctor or Movie Star. I wouldn't take Casey's. No, Escaping Alcatraz? Absolutely yeah, not. That was fun, that. though. No. And, no. I mean, and I got it. Like, you know, the the, the dream was to sell sea-doos and shit, but you don't, you don't want to be a jet ski salesperson the thing is he <laughs> you don't did. want to be a piranha he was sport. real into it it was weird yeah oh, he loved it yeah but then he's but then he saw but i think but then like looking at his yeah. life i mean the two like the two kids obviously i'm sure he wanted to get back to that but you don't want to go back to a to a, a, a ski dude dealership that's got to be getting ready to close down the market for ski because because that was like present day the market for ski can't be <laughs> can't be what it was like back in 85 86 Not unless you're kenny powers yeah. keeping him in business yeah. but i mean oh, Ken- he already had his ski dude he took that motherfucker everywhere with him yeah. so it wasn't like he was buying kenny powers? yeah he wasn't buying another one <laughs> that's funny i was trying to think of who i i i think i would prefer brad as the actor in london probably also okay i think the doctor lifestyle just seems too stressful for me. I couldn't do that. I just really, yeah. And I also wouldn't want to be slinging. I just jet really skis. liked it for her, like, because she was such. She, but she for was her, like yeah. such an enforcer as a character, and for for the flip side, for her to be somebody who was like a doctor and so empathetic, and like the, you you got to see like how she went from being an enforcer to kind of going back to herself a little bit like i want to i want to help people i want to i want to heal things so it just it, for i really liked i really liked that backstory for her yeah same with like ravona she was just such a mm-hmm. just a hard ass armor helmet and then in her she's a teacher i was like oh huh. yeah. like little kids too right so it was like 
And I mean, so what was it? Obi was like, what, professor slash failed author? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I take that. I take that too. Trying to slip his books into the bookstore. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. You would take that? I mean, you got to start somewhere, man. Oh, I felt so bad for him. I mean, he was okay. I felt bad oh, no, he lost his job, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, shit. I don't but he know. lived in like a, like an well, airplane hangar. Another... So that's pretty badass. He's got to be fine. Or that's super depressing. <laughs> that's... I'm saying. De- de- depending on depending on what your finances are like. <laughs> that could also be, that could, that, that could be pretty shitty. That's what I'm saying. Um, another timeline that we saw, or another variant, was He Who Remains was Victor Timely in Chicago. Ravona and Miss Minutes went back into time to drop the TVA handbook into his into his window as a young man. So he grew up into Victor Timely, the stuttering inventor who built, I guess, his version of the loom. Yeah. And was showing it at the Chicago's World Fair, trying to hustle people and get money from it out of an invention that he didn't really didn't really work. But they need to come back in time to grab him so they can bring him to present day and use his aura to work the loom. That cat is How being so disrespectful. That? Hold on, hold on one second. Because because nobody listening to this can see what's happening right now. So what's happening right now is Denise is talking, but her cat is on her shoulder. And this mm-hmm. cat is being so aggressive. Like all I can see every two seconds is her just hitting you in the face with her tail. And you do, you're doing a great job of talking through it. I just wanted everybody else to know <laughs> what, that she is what you were trying to yeah what, what you were trying to accomplish while this cat was just beating you in the face. <laughs> yeah, just perched. Well, um, you didn't you didn't throw her like Shauna did. So. You threw Rupert. You remember when when the cat was on her shoulder? She was just like. He, 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 he was like, if you hear a bell, it's my cat. Yeah, yeah, get out of here. <laughs> He's fine. He honestly. He's he is fine. Penny manhandles that cat so much, and for a cat who's nearly twenty years old, he handles it very well. Yesterday, she hurled him over her shoulder to march him to her room, and she bashed his head off the side of the wall. And I was like, "Well, be fine." He handles it very oh, no. well. But you oh know what? Gosh, He's also Robert. not a great cat. He does a lot of naughty stuff. So I just am like, "This is your karma, my friend." I don't know. After twenty years. My patience is low, I guess. Damn. Yeah. I feel like he's earned the right after 20 years. Yeah, that's like getting abused in a nursing home. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. He's definitely earned the right. <laughs> Poor Rupert. Um, <laughs> what were your thoughts on Victor Timely, seeing him in Chicago up on that stage, talking about how energy is power and whatever else he was saying? I don't know. What were your, what were your first impressions on him, seeing him? I was really impressed until I found out he was just a con man. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can, I can deal with failed scientists. I can deal with, um, idealist. Yeah. But just to make him a con man with, like, especially with how, like, because once he gets to the TVA, I mean, like, you find out that he's built his life around Obi's book. Yes. And it's like, okay, well, like if you if you built your life off of something so technical and so honest, like how do you just take that and say, okay, I'm just gonna make a bunch of shit that doesn't work, and I know it doesn't work. I'm not really funding this to make anything better. I'm just out to hustle. 
Like I, I, I didn't, I didn't like what they did with him at, at that point. Other than that, loved him. Remind me real quick. The first time we saw him was an in credit scene in what movie? Might have been a series. Victor. Because no, it was uh, no, it was shit. a movie. Because we were talking about it. Because David, you didn't like it because you felt like it seemed like it was a commercial for Loki season two. Quantumania. Maybe yeah, yes, I think that, that was it. Actually, then they tie it in. At it was Quantum Mania or, or Doctor Strange two. Because no, I think no, it, I think it Quantum was Quantum because I feel like okay, yeah. When we saw him in that in scene credit in that scene, you it, it seemed like he was going to be a much bigger character, like scarier yeah. in a way. Like Loki looked terrified of him in that in scene credit. So to see him in the show. It was like, he's not scary at all. He's actually just a fumbling, ugh. Yeah. I didn't. But in the. Well, I mean, it was an unknown at that point. Yeah. Cause like, cause I mean, cause all we knew at that point was Loki had just finished all of that stuff with, uh, with he who remains. He had gone back to the TVA and we didn't like, at that point, we didn't know that it was the same TVA just at a different point in time. We thought right. he went to a completely different TVA and that this whole thing with Victor showing up now is like, oh shit, it's it's another variant and we're in trouble. Like we didn't we didn't understand what the stakes were. But by the time they got to Victor in the show, it was like, oh, well, we know what the stakes are now, and he's not really all that scary. He's actually going to be an ally. So I think perspective was a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shauna, what did you think of Victor? Victor. Well, I think, Hiley. number one, they did a good job of kind of re- reenacting that exact same scene when Loki does see Victor Timely for the first time. Like David said, he doesn't, he's just like, oh shit, that's you. Or like, he's, he's totally terrified. And then, yeah, we find out he's just kind of like this kooky guy who Miss Minutes is very obsessed with later on it gets very strange and weird trying to throw him uh yeah it it was it was just very strange like i just i i liked i liked victor timely and i feel like they i feel like they brought him in too late i don't remember exactly when they brought him in but i feel like they brought him in a little bit too late because i think that they could have had more fun with him um but i'll tell you what i liked i liked him a lot better once we returned to He Who Remains because I loved He Who Remains. Mm-hmm. And then seeing them both, like yeah. seeing Jonathan Majors yeah. go from one to the other just made me appreciate it so much more. Because I, I liked that he was kind of bumbly. I liked that he was um, a con man. I like, But he did seem just like, just like low-key likable. And then putting him in the same episode with he who remains, I was like, Oh fuck, this is great. Like this, this is good. Like the, 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 yeah, the juxtaposition of the two and how he was playing them both and how they were so different actually made me appreciate Victor timely more. Um, yeah. And he who remains because like watching watching he, the watching Loki season one, like he who remains, I was like, he's good. And then I saw him playing off Victor timely and I was like, damn, that's so good. (sighs) Season so I think we got introduced to Victor Timely in episode three, oh. so seeing him episode three and four, I was like, Ugh. but I think when we saw he who remains kind of talking about him, I think in episode five or six, and just mentioning he is he doing that stuttering thing, like I was like, oh, he mm-hmm. is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, so 
I was like, oh, he thinks it's just as ridiculous yeah. as I do. It's all it's it. He really is yep. a variant. He's a harmless. Yeah, he like David said, failed inventors, yeah. con man. What'd you say? He, said he he roasted the shit out of him because he did the stutter. Yep. Mm-hmm. He was like, is that? Do, 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 do? I was like, oh shit, you can't do that, yeah. man. <laughs> I was like, you can't do but that. It all. It also made more like it also kind of like helped a little bit with like the quantum mania Kang that we saw that was kind of like, this is the Kang that is really overwhelming. Cause now that you can, and then you're like this, this guy too was definitely not the, the Kang that we're, that we're scared of. Cause now, like now we know now we've seen multiple. We're like, Oh yeah, he can be very underpowered and, and underwhelming. David's dying. All right, David, fill the class in. Why did you bust out laughing all of a sudden? Cause you remember Shonda was watching Tropic Thunder the other day. Oh, yes. And so now yeah. I'm thinking about a simple death. <laughs> when, Marie, oh. when uh, what was it? Uh, Maria Menudos when she was like, uh, <laughs> she said, <laughs> what did she say? She said, I hope he can make audiences. <laughs> happy. Yes. <laughs> Tropic Thunder is such a classic. It's that so good. Movie, man. Oh, man. Classic. Capital C. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Yeah. Well, so Victor Timely comes back with them. I know now. I'm like, I I really do. And you know, because I, Shauna, where did you watch Tropic Thunder? Did you, was it on streaming somewhere or do you have it physical? Yeah. And that's the thing right mm-hmm. now, because I remember there was a time I couldn't find Tropic Thunder anywhere, but thank God I have an actual physical yeah. copy. And I've been seeing people say that on social media yeah. these days because yep. streaming sites are taking a lot of things off of streaming sites. Yeah. So people are actually saying it's a really good, it's really good that I have the actual physical copy of this. And they're actually starting to go back to getting physical copies. Do you again know because two things? Number one, they just took the Watchmen series off HBO Max. It was it did it okay because it was, a I was like it was it produced back. by that studio that's insane and number two apparently that is exactly what pete davidson is doing he spent the last few years just buying up old dvds everywhere he can yeah and he's right. just stockpiling dvds yeah, you, the ocean trilogy insane. i love the ocean trilogy for a while i could not find that on streaming i had to bust out my my discs and put in the playstation yeah. anytime i wonder why i think i can find it now but it's hit or miss when and if you it's can true, find certain true. things. It's crazy. But we don't, we don't got we we have zero sponsors. I'll tell you right now, man. Pirate that shit. <laughs> get it like. <laughs> get it how you can. Get it out the mud, man. Get it, get it. However you gotta fucking get it, cause they give two They're fucks. Not, yeah. You like, I mean, I, we're getting off topic, but I mean, like, you can spend all the money and time you want to buying all this digital shit, and they'll just yank it from under. Yep. They oh yeah, they don't fucking care. From underneath yeah. you, don't you. own anything. Like I'm talking, like digitally. they're doing this shit with games. Yep. Like you, you could buy games digitally, and they're just like, oh, you know what? Nah, not no more. Buy we're we're, we're suspending the service. PlayStation is doing you, that, right? Yeah, you like you can't play this shit no more. Like fuck it, man. Pirate what you can fucking yeah. pirate. Fuck these studios. Fuck these big wigs that just like, you know what? I like I don't I don't feel like paying residuals to these people. So best bet is just to take the shit off, you know, completely. Like like fuck them. Yep. Fucking. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. Buy it. Physical copies. Yep. Everything's coming back around so again true. anyway. Might as well just just yeah. keep the disc. I'm glad I still have my movie collection. Yep. Shauna, you touched on Miss Minutes being really super weird to Victor Timely when she was just like, basically, I love you. Just imagine me as your girl. And she put herself into that mannequin. Did you think she was going to make that mannequin come alive? Because I legit thought, oh, shit. 
she's about to take over yeah. this mannequin's body and I it's thought about to it was going to go like thing. like Age of Ultron. This is what I mean like they they could do awesome they could have done really great things with Miss Minutes. So I was just like Age of Ultron like you know like an AI takes over like we've seen it before but it can be done again and do it awesome cuz now she's like a time traveling right. AI. Uh but no, she was just wanting to be loved by Victor That microtransaction. I, it was very weird. Yeah. I didn't like it. I just thought giving them V bucks. Yeah, I just wanted I wanted more for Miss Minutes too. I wanted her to like I wanted there to be a big payoff because you could do so much and it just felt like that was a cop out. Like that's weird. Like what it and I know that they're setting up her and Ravona for like something else, but after that it was just like, oh, this feels icky. I don't I don't like it. But not really. I mean, they weren't really setting her up for anything else. It was just like now she's like a scorned lover. Was, and so now her revenge plot yeah. is just because he didn't want to be with an AI. Yeah, it's weird. Right. It was just it yeah, was it, it was eons of being horny and then when when she didn't get like the 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 reaction she wanted, then it was okay, well I'm just gonna burn it all down because like I, why, why build her with the concept of of that type of affection if if you're not and that's a whole other thing and I, I'm not trying to be like gross science fiction but why give her that ability to feel that if you aren't going to nurture that exactly yeah I don't know Cause, yeah. exactly because I mean you made you made a choice yep. like you you didn't you didn't you didn't have to give her the ability to like want to bone stuff yeah. but but once you did you could just make her another little ai assistant and they could they could they can knock each other down you didn't have to do that yeah. to her because you gotta figure like i mean being alone that long like it it it, it drove he who remains kind of crazy it's 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 not going to be pleasant for loki like and i know you know in in the in the in the sense of like what he who remains did to Ravona when he sent her back into the TVA and made her a judge, it was kind of a it was kind of a mercy because the mm-hmm. other option was just forever on a rock. And mm. and and really who wants that? You know, but Yeah. I Right. I, I do so there was like a fan theory at one point where Ravona was actually going to be a variant of Kang and I, I kind of hope that's the direction they go with her just to make her interesting again because between her and Miss Minutes I was like these are these are characters that could have really had an awesome payoff and they really just at the end were almost I don't know it just they, neither one of them were interesting by the end they just they were lost in the sea of other characters and time travel yeah. and it just was like I don't it just felt sad after. So the two last seasons, we saw, to be honest, yeah, the last we saw of Ravona, she got pruned and went. I forgot what I, I forgot what they call that place, but basically, we see the purple smoke, so we know Eliath is there. Do you think he it killed her, or do you think nah. she knows how it is, so she knows how to? So you you think she's yeah. still alive, basically? Yeah, because yeah, because I mean they they okay. they already showed us that. They could blow the budget and show us a killing people. Okay. They could they they could have shown a killing her if they wanted us to like know that she was dead. But okay. they left it open. They were like purple glow. 
that purple glow could have been a Kang showing up. It could have been a number of things. Oh, it could it could have been a Lyoth, but like she could have been the one to tame a Lyoth to to bring about the end of the war, and maybe Victor, um, not Victor, but maybe he who reigns really had nothing to do with the taming of of a Lyoth at that point. So I mean, uh, there was a lot of there was a lot of doors they left open. Okay. I like the thought of maybe it was Kang. I, I do think it was Elias, but I I never thought about maybe it was Kang. And we've known purple has been what the color of magic in the MCU this yeah this last phase. So maybe it wasn't Elias. Mm-hmm. We just assumed it was. It might have been, but well, that purple's been like the color of like that multiverse, like that that quantum what like quantum magic, mm-hmm. multiversal magic, and whatever. Agatha. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Agatha was very purple yeah. magic. So maybe we'll get a little bit more of that in Coven of Chaos or whatever it is. Yeah, I didn't think about that. You know that. what other thing that it did occur to me? It. So, Denise, you were, um, I'm sure we'll talk about it, but you were, put it in my head around Doctor Strange time, um, time travel and Loki time travel and who did it better and stuff. And yeah. Just like a little tidbit that I that came to mind when I was digging through my memories on how they were different um, was actually how the visual effect of Reed Richards being spaghettied really echoed all of the timelines just slipping away into nothingness being spaghettied. And to me, I was kind of like, so is that like, are they meant to be, is that an allusion to Wanda having some of this ability, but not really knowing did. And I don't know. I just, I, those two visuals to me were very, very similar and it might've been on purpose, but I have my doubts, but I, I think that was, I didn't even go ahead. Go ahead. David. Oh, but I, saying, I think that was just running out of creative ways to kill people. That's fair. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. I watched the making of, I, I honestly didn't get that far into the making of, I think I got like halfway through before I was like, this is way too long, but they were basically liked the idea of the spaghetti stringiness to kind of show slipping. Um, yeah. I don't think there was supposed to be a correlation between this and, and anything else. Well, because there was such a tie yeah, between but- Wanda and the timeline ending at season, like, sorry, not Wanda, but um, there was that, split scene between WandaVision and the timelines crashing and the end of Loki season one. So I was like, maybe there's another Wanda connection, but I did feel like it was a stretch of weird Reed Richard spaghetti. No, I think that was just Sam Raimi doing some weird shit. I don't think anybody really... Sam fucking Raimi. Yeah. I think that was just him doing something weird. Because... Sam fucking Raimi. Like, when, when they did it in Loki, it seemed purposeful. Like, the first time you see it happen, like with Victor, when he first walks out that door, and I mean, you're thinking, okay, triumph, like we're gonna, he's gonna walk out there, he's gonna fix it, and then we're going to address the other problems because now we still got to deal with Ravona in this minute, so we still have a villain and we still have like a plot moving forward. And when he walked out that motherfucking door, and he's yeah, and just turned into spaghetti, he was like, oh shit. <laughs> that, that was, you laugh? That was I great. Laughed. It was fucking hilarious <laughs> to me. It was well done. Yeah. I, lo- I loved it but but then also and and not even so much like because you know like moving forward in the season he's not the only one that gets spaghetti like that like you watch everybody die like that um mm-hmm. when they're when they're in Obi's house or whatever and loki realizes that it's over that 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 first time when everybody just kind of turns to spaghetti that yeah. that's like that was cool but it didn't really, it didn't really hit with the same weight as it did 
when he was standing there and he shook Mobius's hand and Mobius just starts to spaghetti off. Like that shit was, that was a punch in the stomach. And I think like they knew, they knew they had something with that. Cause I mean, there are a lot of ways to get rid of somebody, but to just watch somebody disintegrate, not dust away, you know, it's not clean. It looks messy. It looks, it looks dirty and it looks, it's, it's like really raw, like having to watch it happen to him. Especially because not just that, but B-15, I think at one point she runs off and screams. Yeah. And then there's another time where Mobius is what, right before it happens, he's talking about getting back to his boys. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh. It's kind of tough to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Loki spent a lot of time, and, and Sean, I guess we can talk about it right now. There were, we did see Doctor Strange in the first Doctor Strange. I was about to say multiverse of madness, but no. In the first Doctor Strange, kind of slipping back and forth into time and just repeating. And we saw Loki doing the same thing, where it's a lot of, I'm here, here's, let's try this. Nope, got to go back. Okay, we got this. Got to go back. Got to make it faster. Got to make it further. Got to do this. Whereas Doctor Strange, it was just kind of, he's there. And he, it was just kind of, I, I, don't, I don't know. Was there a difference in between the way it was set up for you two? Did you prefer one scene or one way better then the other, like, did you like seeing Loki's journey yeah. of running around and literally trying to say things and re- and direct, or just Doctor Strange where he just kept coming back and popping up, and even Dormammu was like, "Fuck my life, fine." <laughs> I I preferred Loki's. I mean, like like the way they did it in Doctor Strange was fun. You know, like yeah. like like he he got to use because I mean because at that point you knew it was a time stone, you knew. The exact purpose of it, you knew this limitations. You knew he could only really do it in that situation to trap Dormammu in that time loop with him, because he couldn't get out of that time loop. In Loki, this the, and I mean they work greater, but the stakes seemed greater. Like he has to figure this out, and once he got control of it, like what they did with it, with 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 he who remains and Loki. And Loki dealing with everybody at the TVA trying to get Victor and, and everybody to to get that mm-hmm. to get that space walk right. Mm-hmm. Like fucking when they like when he like when he was sitting there and he realizes, okay, you know what? Here's the problem. I can only go back to this point and know what they know. So I'm stuck because I'm dumb. So he's like, okay, theoretically. Obi, how long would it take me to to get your level of of <laughs> knowledge? And he was like, "Man, I don't know, fucking probably centuries." So then the screen, it's yeah, things just goes black. It's like, <laughs> all right, cool. Centuries later, he comes back. He's like, all right, now I'm a theoretical physicist too. So with the knowledge I have, let's let's now let's try to figure this thing out. Yeah, that that wouldn't have played in in, in Doctor Strange. That would have been weird. Okay. So you, I'm going to tell you, what, I, you sent me down a rabbit hole with this one. Like this one really had, I had to sit with this for a while. Good. Because number okay. one, the first, the first thing that sent me down, I was just like, what the fuck is she talking about? What the fuck did Dr. Strange have to do? I had, I was like, what time travel is happening in Dr. Strange? What even movie is it? Like I had to, like, what, what does Dr. Strange have to do with time travel? Like I really, I was so confused. But it wasn't much, so much time travel, but it was just like the manipulation but that's of what, it. But that's what, then I was like, oh, right. The time stone. Holy shit. 
Um, wow, how <laughs> inconsequential did all of that turn out to be? Because I don't even remember it existing. So then I had to really, so then <laughs> oh, I really wow. had to sit with it again. Because then when I was thinking about time travel, I was thinking like, oh yeah, time heist. No, wait, that's Avengers. What the fuck did Whoa, Doctor Strange wait. have to do with time? So I, I needed to. <laughs> Davis said, I know, time I out. Go, you said. I needed to go down this whole thing again. So anyways, so where I landed, <laughs> I know, David, I know, I know. David's I know. Facing. I was like, I. What is Doctor Strange? I, and I had to like, but then even then again, it was like I was thinking about Avengers, and then I was like, oh yeah, Dormammu, okay. and like getting stuck in the time zone and everything. Okay, all right. So there I landed. I know. I'm so sorry. It was very offensive to me too. This is why I went. I I, I spun out about this today. <laughs> David, what's that face about? I sent him spinning out. <laughs> he did. <laughs> did. Broke him. <laughs> He's wide awake. <laughs> David's been half asleep this whole if, time. He is sitting up straight, wide awake right now. If if that scene, if that scene in Doctor Strange with him going back constantly with Dormammu didn't do mm-hmm. if if it didn't do anything else, if it didn't do anything else, it set up the 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 ripping your heart out of your chest when we thought Wanda had figured it out. We thought that Wanda fucking just ripped like 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 destroyed vision, destroyed the stone. Mm-hmm. And then Thanos walks up and he and he said he looks at he's like, you know, hey, time is nothing at all. And he just turns time back 45 seconds. And like and I I just I I remember being in the theater and I'm just like Oh, I fucking forgot he could do that. Cause we thought we won, right? We thought that was it. it. Was like, oh shit, like, like, like that sacrifice did it. Like it hurt. Like it hurt to watch. Like she's crying. Visions like, hey man, you could never hurt me. And then Thanos just walks like, hey, all that dead it, yoink, and just <laughs> like, <laughs> and he kind of like does like a little motion to yeah, re- like to like it. like he brings Vision right back to his knees. He has no idea what's happening. And then Thanos just like plucks the fucking stone out of his head. That bullshit with Doctor Strange gave us that. Like, I mean, it it was it was a slow burn, admittedly, but like that that one scene, like Dumarmu, I've come to bargain. That that whole little funny thing set up one of the most like gut wrenching scenes in in Marvel. So I, maybe I took a slight offense when she said that. I don't, it wasn't a slight offense, and it definitely wasn't a maybe. You, you left absolutely your body. took. You left your body. Offense. I couldn't. <laughs> oh full man! Offense. Oh man! I'm about to. I'm gonna watch that. And I actually forgot. Yeah, I actually forgot about that. And now that you brought it back up, it's it's like it was yesterday. I'm still in the theater, like because I'm like I said, I thought we had it. I said we all oh, we got him beat. Yeah, she did it. Wanda figured it out. Yeah. When that motherfucker came and rewound everything. But that's so all of that yes and that kind of it really does support the point i was making though because even then i was like it's avengers this is like it took me no because it took me so long to get back to like (laughs) dr strange what did dr strange have to do with this um because like the dormama thing just was blocked and i could remember all the other time travel stuff being like so important but anyways um where i landed with it was loki did it better because I actually understand mm-hmm. the consequences of what happened that stayed with me. Like all, all of those things, like visually 
Doctor Strange and the rewinding of time and all of that, like they visually, I think they did a better job with like the the Doctor Strange franchise, but that's kind of what it's known for. Sorry, everybody can hear my kid, but Mm -hmm. what can I do? Um, But when it comes to how they handled the treatment of time traveling, Loki far and away did it because I, I, because as much as like the Dormammu moment was like, I'm here to bargain. It's kind of funny. And then it was like, not like, yes, there were consequences, but when, when he who remain goes, Oh, how many times have we had this conversation? That was so well done. Like that, that he who remains, who is controlling time, like who has, who, who in his mind has mastered all of these tick tricks, all of them, and is like definitely far and away above better than Loki at managing this time traveling stuff. All of a sudden, when Loki shows up and he's like, "No, no, I've actually I've been here a while too," that moment to me was just like, a, it was so good. It was just perfect. Like I loved it. Yeah. So I- the whole time travel thing, when he was doing the centuries later and. Get the gangway. Don't leave it down. Pick it back up. All of that started to get old to me a little bit. But when he went back to the He Who Remains scene, I, that, I, I, that was, I, whoever wrote that, whoever wrote that, hearing, hearing He Who Remains say over and over again, see you soon, see you soon, see you soon. I was like, oh shit. He was not talking to Sylvie. Mm -hmm. He was talking to Loki. Yeah. That whole time. Now I literally have goosebumps right now. And then when Loki, when he kept trying to stop Sylvie and you kept hearing it and you hear Loki go, can you, can you fucking do something? And the Jonathan goes and picks it up. I said, oh shit, he's doing something. (laughs) Like that hit it for me. When he was doing the whole gangway stuff, I was like, okay, we can wrap up this. But when it was that scene with he who remains, when it was him and Jonathan, uh, Jonathan kind of off of each other i yeah. i mean 100 that was 100, like dr strange never had a moment like that for me no but i mean i i don't think dr strange was supposed to have a moment like that um and that was just an example that was off the top of my head no, I was like, okay, like who did time- like th- like right but like th- like the way this worked and i know you said it got exhausting doing the whole okay back talking to him back let's do it again back let's run it again it was supposed to be exhausting. It, yeah. it was, I, I feel like you, you were supposed to get tired of watching it, just like Loki was supposed to get tired of doing it. And 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 every time he got tired of doing it, like he was like, okay, okay. The problem is, it's not that we're going too slow. It's that I'm not going back far enough. So I need to go back earlier, and yes. and fix this at the source. And then he goes back earlier. And he's still running into the same problems. And then he goes back and he learns theoretical physics. And he's like, okay, th- like I need to go back farther. And then he goes back farther. And then they're in the like he he does he does the 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 morph thing or the time slip into his body when they're in the elevator. And <sighs> like when 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 he who remains turns around and like moves out of the way of the sword because at that point it's not him using the temp pad to move to a different place. It's him getting out of the way because he knows that Loki is going to stop Sylvie's hand. It's like he, like you could tell in that scene, he's already mapped all of this shit out. So mm-hmm. like watching Loki go back and go back and go back and go back and realizing like at some point 
he who remains is like oh oh we're here now like okay so so he's so he's already gone through with it i've already been killed he's already gotten to the end of time he's already figured out that this shit is not gonna work and now we're at the point where i win this is fucking great and so now he's like all right are you done like are you are you are, are we are we done playing this game are you gonna just see this shit my way now because you're new to this dance but i've lived at the end of time for eons i've already seen all of this i know what's happening it's taking me a second to catch on because you're from the future but this che- the, the the chessboard worked out exactly the way i played it so we're back to you have a choice to make you can let her kill me yep. or do what the fuck i said in the first place and that like that was Masterclass and writing. It was that so was fucking genius. genius. That last episode yeah. was just it. When the payoff came, it came in spades. It was so good. Yeah, my son was like, "Have you seen the last episode yet? Let me know when you see it." Because he came out and rewatched it with me. He'd already seen it, and he just wanted to watch it with me again because it was it was such a good episode. Because at first when he's watching it and I'm seeing all the time slip and I'm seeing him going and I'm looking and I'm like, why did you want to, why did you want to watch this shit again? But then when he picked up that thing, he was like, you know, can you do something? And he picked that thing off the table and paused time. Yes. He was like, have you learned learned how to pause time yet? He was like, what? I can do that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I said, oh shit, it's about to get real. So he basically f- figures out that the, the temporal loom is going to overload no matter what. It's it's a fail safe. So it, it they're doomed. It, it's going to happen. And at this point, it's like, what do we do? I need to kill you to stop him. And he goes to Sylvie and he's like, look. Well, first he goes to Mobius and Mobius kind of tells him some stories and kind of gives him some wisdom. And, you know, I had to prune somebody and I didn't have it in me and someone else did it. Cool. Then we go to... Sylvie and it's kind of like I I need to do this because you are destined to do this one thing which is going to doom us all and she basically says what David so so what (laughs) that's what she says Yeah, but that's what she says the whole fucking (sighs) (laughs) that's what she's that's what she has been saying since they got out of that elevator in season one so what? Yep. I'm I'm here to kill him. I'm gonna kill him. I don't care what else happens to anybody else in the entire span of history. Yep. Or time ever. I'm going to kill him even if it kills a gazillion people. I'm gonna do this to make myself feel better. Because she has lived in a thousand apocalypses. And she has seen just basically what this can do. So it would, she would much rather just have this happen. Like she has lived those lives. Like that would make sense if it weren't for the fact that she goes home and everything starts to fall apart. And she's like, oh, oh, he meant it. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, well, now, well, now I've got to do something. So now she comes back to help, kind of, sorta, because she still wants the whole thing to burn down. And I don't understand. I, I, I. 
<laughs> I don't understand what her purpose was in this second season. They really lost the plot with her. I, I'm I, with you. I, I think it was one of those things where they couldn't get rid of her because she was such an integral part of the first season, but they yep. didn't know what to do with her. So they just made her job to be a roadblock. And when Loki yeah. turned around and said, I know what I have to do, like essentially for you, like, like to save you. And he's talking to her. I was like, man, anybody but her. Well, he was talking to her and Moby. I, he was talking, he was definitely talking to the both of them. Yeah. Anybody but her. Put, put. Like, I know what kind of God I have to be for you. He was, he was talking to them. Put because anybody we, we did get that there. scene in the bar where she was like, what do you really want? What are you doing all this for? Cause he kept saying glorious purpose. And she's like, bullshit. What are you doing this for? Yeah. And he basically comes clean and says, I don't want to be alone. I finally found friends. I want to be with you all. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lose this. So. And she said so. He knew what he had to do. <laughs> she said so yeah, what? Yeah, she, she she did. Basically, she did leave him at the bar. She said, I don't, she said, I don't believe you. Like her, like, her whole job was just to be the worst person ever. The worst. Like, 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 to, like to a point of nonsensical. It was just, okay, look, man. If we if we if we don't go down this one road, everything ends. And she's just like, "Well, fuck it, everything ends." And then everything ends, and she's like, "Oh no!" I'm like, well... yeah, what she's telling me, you're not. I'm not going to give you permission to kill me. Yeah, nobody's asking Even if for that. You save the entire universe. Like, nobody's asking for that. He's asking you. He's asking you to stop and have a conversation. Yeah, like have an open minded conversation. That's all he's yeah. asking. And and. If I'm the person in the room who feels out of the loop at that point, like, cause, cause, cause Loki and he who remains are having their own thing. And she's in, like, obviously some things have occurred cause she realizes that she was frozen. Yeah. Like, obviously some stuff is happening that wasn't in her script. And she's just like, oh, you know what? Nah. Nah, <laughs> I'm gonna stab you. I'm gonna stab you. Nope, no matter what. Going after you. Gotta do it. She was on autopilot. Yeah. Um, so she says no. You don't have permission to kill me. So Loki does exactly what you said, David. He goes on the gangway, he shuts that door, he looks back at them and says, I know what kind of god I have to be for you. He goes in on the gangway. We get the horns in a suit out of nowhere. Yeah. And then he goes and turns into a tree grabs those branches and sits down on his throne. And that's where he is. But not out of nowhere. Not I mean yes out of nowhere, but if you I just meant nowhere. I like it just popped up on him at in at a thing. Well, like think about the last time that happened. During, like it, in in the in the in the original Avengers movie when he first pops up in Germany. And he's in, he's in, he's in the suit and he's, and he's walking oh. And then everything falls off, and he sh- and he shows everybody his true self with the horns and the and the fucking cape and all the, and it's fucking like is he's like okay, I I am now standing before all of you as a god, and 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 here I am, and there's really nothing you can do about this. I'm better. I'm stronger. I'm I am infinitely everything you are not. Right. And that's the same thing that happens when he he's talking to he's talking to Mobius Mobius and he and he's talking to Roadblock, and then he starts walking, and it's the same thing. He take he takes all of that human bullshit like TVA suit shit off, 
and he's everything that he was supposed to be from the beginning. Right. And a lot of people, I'm going to jump on the soapbox for like 45 seconds. <laughs> Go ahead. Because a lot of people will sit here and look you in the face and say that Thor 2, The Dark World was a horrible movie and all sort of shit. Absolutely not. Fuck you. There were worse movies. Right. Like if, if, if that's, if that's genuinely where you are, then I feel like you are a person who doesn't care about character development because that movie is, that movie is why we care so much about Loki now. Mm-hmm. No, like, like knowing his history in Asgard, knowing that he essentially killed his mother, knowing like that he, that he helped bring about Ragnarok and he helped get the, uh, the reality stone out there. The turnaround that he had to face because the Loki that's in the TVA never experienced those things. He just saw them play out from a different time. Like he's, he, he had to just sit there fresh off of trying to conquer New York. He loses. He's in the TVA. He's like, yo, I'm the, I'm, I'm still the greatest thing ever. I will get out of this. And Mobius sits him down in that room and he has to watch his mother die. Mm. And he has to watch his father die. Mm-hmm. And he has to watch himself die, mm-hmm. and he has and like and and all of this is just played out to him the same way it was played out to us over time. He gets this condensed version of of all of his failures just wrapped into one, and how everything in his life really that he loved just kind of went to shit, right? And so it's all stripped away. He starts from really a baseline because he doesn't have any powers. Like in the in the inside the TVA, they really put him on a leash when he goes out into the world. He finds Sylvie, builds this love that he's never really had before because it's a it's a it's a it's like that love with her has no conditions attached to it. It's mm-hmm. it's it's not because he wants a throne from her. It's not because she has this power that he's envious of. It's a when it comes down to it, it is a genuine concern for her life. And then when he's faced with having to hurt someone that he loves and and save everybody else he really just looks at it and says okay there's a third option yeah and that third option is just eternity alone like 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 doing the thing that it wouldn't occur to, to any other Loki at any other point in time to do. It was absolute pure sacrifice. Yeah. He didn't get to see the payoff because he's sitting in, in space by himself. Right. So he doesn't get to see his friends anymore. He doesn't get to see the result of what he's doing. He's just there he's just by himself. there, sitting alone. And he who remains told him as much in season one because... From like from the time they met him, he told him, he said, one of you is going to take over. He's like, what, what, mm. like one of you is going to do this or you're going to kill me and nobody's going to do it and everything just falls into chaos. But he knew it wasn't going to be two of them. He knew it was just going to be one. And he knew it wasn't mm. going to be Sylvie. I think, I think at that point in season one, he was talking directly to Loki. We just didn't see that. And so to have that come full circle with everything else that we've seen from Loki. And I'm and I mean 
from the first Thor movie when when like when he's sitting there talking to Odin and he's like, okay, like who am I for like who who the fuck am I for real? Because he that's when he, he finds out he's half Frost Giant. And he's mm. got to grapple with that. He's got to deal with the fact that he's never going to be what Thor is in Odin's eyes. When Hela comes and he realizes that he what like not only is he not what Thor is in Odin's eyes, Thor isn't even what the projection of him is in Odin's eyes because Hela was there first. So yep. he goes from being second in line to third in line. And then he does it. Odin goes into Odin's sleep. Thor's on Earth or doing whatever the fuck he's doing. Loki takes over Asgard and he's so consumed with just being loved because he he never felt it. You never felt it, yeah. And then at the end, when all of these people are like, hey, man, we love you. Don't do this. Like for him to have to turn away from all of that and say, it's like, I, 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 I finally have it. I finally have everything I've ever wanted emotionally and now I I will never get to enjoy it. Like I've I've built Glorious you know purpose. I've built this mutual relationship with Mobius and it's and it's amazing. I found this woman I love. Yeah it kind of had to be uh, myself but some <laughs> but sometimes that's what love is. You some, like like you, you can't you can't reach out into the world and grab somebody else until you really love yourself and he had the opportunity to just love who he was in a in a body with you know that, that yeah, we get, yeah. yeah i mean there's a lot but, of kids movies that are basically <laughs> that's the end of it like kung fu panda it's like yeah. you gotta love yourself that's you are you are your own secret yep mm-hmm. yeah like that is that i mean that is a that is a road that was built on the first two thor movies and I, 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 I mean, it was it was sad, like real sad, but I could not have imagined a better way for his story to end. And like, if, if that's it, if that's really like genuinely the last time we see him. I don't think that's the last time we see I him. I hope so. I don't think it is. I hope so. Like, Even like, Tom was like, you'll probably, I, I, he, I don't think he said you'll probably see me again, but he was just like, I don't, don't count me out. Like, I think we'll see him again. Yeah. Um, and I also I, I think it was a fitting in for it because when they were in Chicago and they were going around the the different buildings and him and Mobius were outside of I think of the Norwegian one mm-hmm. with the statues and he was like you know I forget you're one of them because I don't think he had a statue Mm-mm. so he didn't he wasn't part of that mythological kind of thing it was like yeah I forget you're one of them yeah and his ending to me kind of cemented his place as a mythological creature like he literally is at the end of time holding everything together like our atlas how he's holding well, the, earth up it's like, like he the, is that it's the Norse tree right like the night like the the upper like yeah, yeah the, world the world tree, tree. Yeah. so like he really is he's holding together basically all of norse mythology and all the realities yeah. like i thought it was really a really great symmetry but i'm also really glad that you brought that up david because that was actually something that i was thinking about a lot as well was that this is not the loki that we started with this is a really condensed like from our perspective, a really condensed like hero's arc for this Loki, except of mm-hmm. course with unless you count in the time traveling and the centuries, etc. But like from our perspective, this is a very condensed timeline because it was easy to forget that he wasn't our Loki. He really was fresh from yeah. the Battle of New York. Like it's it's yep. very easy to lose sight of that. So I loved everything you said. Um because yeah, even it took like it took everybody 
at least into the second Guardians movie, I think, to realize that it wasn't our Groot that we were rooting for anymore, right? Like, well, it had to be the second. But, like, yeah. until until Groot turned it, like, until Groot 2 turned into, like, football player Groot instead of basketball player Groot, like, people were convinced it was the same Groot for a while. So, yeah, yeah like, just keeping that in mind that this is not the Loki that we started with in Thor um, all those years ago is is pretty wild that we do care so much about how his story ends so i appreciated your soapbox it was okay perfect was yeah good. i mean th- i think the, the root of the soapbox was thor 2 uh, yes, you know but yeah, yeah like yeah i mean like at at his, at his base yeah the, the point of the soapbox was if you really enjoyed loki seasons one and two Go back, watch Thor the Dark World, and don't watch it for the dark elves and all the other shit. Go back and watch it and and like really watch Loki's relationship with Thor and his mom and Odin and and everybody in Asgard. Because like I think for me that was the that was the movie. Mm-hmm. Every time they left Asgard, it was stupid. But 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 while they were there, that was that was an amazing movie. Okay. As we wrap up, I got to ask it. We've talked about his performance as Victor Timely, as he who remains. What do we think is going to happen? Well, what would you like to happen? Because at this point, kind of feel like it might be it for him. I would like to, I would like to... Which I'm, I'm going to... I'll tell you what, I'm gonna let both women <laughs> answer this question, cause yeah. <laughs> I'm I I I I'm not gonna say anyway. If they keep him, they keep him. It is what it is. If they don't, I do hope they don't go the route of trying to hurry up and rewrite. And find another big bad and figure everything out after you've already proclaimed this to be King Dynasty. Because at this point, I feel like you have to stick with King Dynasty, whether you stick with him or not. Okay. So I would rather see them if they're if that if if they're gonna go separate ways with him, recast him with someone else. You did it with Terrence Howard. We can do it again. Sean, we did a whole episode on recasting. Mm-hmm. It's you a sure thing, did. it happens. Mm-hmm. Just recast him with someone else. I saw a tweet. Someone said, Aldous Hodge is right there. Shauna, what do you think? This is tough. Um, It turns out that I like Kang the best when Kang is playing off Kang. So to recast him, I think is going to be difficult because Jonathan Majors does do an amazing job of this, like at this character. Like Mm -hmm. I've seen... I don't even know how many iterations, but when they are side by side by side, it's it's really fun to watch. And Marvel's gotten a lot of heat lately. You know, people like it's it's not been as fun to watch Marvel lately, I think. And so there was a really nice like just an element of fun there that I really liked. Um, I do think, yeah, I think it's. I think that they are trying to pivot away from Kang from like, 
the high level, I think they're trying to step away and sidestep and maybe do introduce a new kind of arc, a new villain for this next phase. I think it's, I think it is a shame. I kind of, I think I agree with Denise. Like if you can find somebody who can play it like Jonathan Majors and keep it fun um, and menacing and all of the things that he brings to the role, I think that it would be great. Because I do, I just, I think that when, when it's Kang on Kang on Kang, like, it's just really fun dynamic. Yeah. All right, David. David? Um. Okay, first I'll say, if, if this trial goes sideways and he's found guilty, um, scrap it. Scrap it. Scrap King you Dynasty. Focus on Secret Wars. No. You can't. You can't. There's nobody else. There's nobody else. If if mm. if they had, if they had started with somebody else, sure. Sure. But you can't you can't you can't give me a Bentley and then give and then give me a three hundred. Like you, you can't you can't give me a, a what's it called? The Roseways Phantom and then and then give me a crash of three hundred and tell me it's it's gonna be as good. You can't I don't do know if I Aldis Hodge trust Aldis Hodge isn't going to be good at that. I I I'm just saying what Twitter said. I didn't say it. I just don't know if I trust them to tr- to pivot and rewrite whatever they have planned out. Don't care. Take all the time you need. Take take all the time you need. Do not recast that role. It's not possible. You can't do it. You can't do it. When 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 I picture Kang the Conqueror at this point, I picture Jonathan Majors. Um, so you can't unsee, you can't see anyone else in that room. I, I can't, I can't. Okay, J- just I mean that's fair. Just like I mean, just like with um, like not like Batman is a role that was meant to be recast. Every single Joker since Heath Ledger has been a disappointment. And I'm going to include Joaquin Phoenix in that. I don't. I don't. I was about to say even Joaquin. I don't know what white people see in that. I. I don't like that Todd Phillips, Donald Trump, Joker version. Like I. I don't. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand it. Uh, it's not the Joker. It's just some. It's just some crazy guy in a weird suit. Um. I. <sighs> To me, that's te- okay. that's tantamount to like people saying, "Well, you know, I get it if you don't want to bring Robert Downey Jr. back for Secret Wars, but you know, maybe Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise can't do it. Tom Cruise can't do what what Robert Downey Jr. did. And as much as like like there aren't a lot of things because a lot of a lot of people in Hollywood don't like the the superhero factory. They don't like the Marvel factory. They don't like the DC factory. Um, it's also the commitment." But, right, like they're locked down for a decade. Yeah, so. but yeah, Quentin Tarantino got one thing right. Quentin Tarantino said there aren't, there are not movie stars in those roles. When you, no, no matter who you are as an actor, if you walk into one of those roles, you yourself are gone, and everyone loves the character. Hmm he was right in that idea he was wrong in the heart behind it there like there there is no other captain america that's not chris evans i don't care what they do 
with uh Anthony with Mackie. Anthony Mackey. He will never yeah. he will never be Captain America. They should have left that nigga with, with wings. And they call him nigger bird. Yeah, they call they call him nigger bird all the time. And that and that and good, because he's not Captain America. My Captain America is a six foot five white man with a barrel chest and 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 throwing a shield. That's my Captain America. My Tony Stark is Robert Downey Jr. There 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 is not another one. There's not. And then and there never fucking will be. Um the, Fair enough. What what Jonathan Majors did. In, in a short amount of time, in that short amount of time mm-hmm. is insane. You can't undo that. Okay. And I'm so don't recast. Don't yeah. Don't re, don't recast. But to that, he's bad at relationships. Okay. Okay. Like I, I, I saw like I saw the discovery that came out the old text messages. Like if 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 she comes out and says yo. That nigga hit me in the head with a vase, and that, and like, because they were talking about some old shit that happened like a couple years ago. He was like, "Yeah," you know, but, but, but nobody really went into the detail of what actually happened. She was just like, "Yo, if I go and tell him the truth, then you might get in trouble." And he was like, "Yeah, and I'm gonna kill myself. That's toxic as fuck. That's manip- it's, it's manipulative. It's it's terrible. Still got to work though. And for everybody, it's like, oh, he can work at McDonald's. Da 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 da." Like and and let unless the move is to just say okay, Jonathan Majors, you are now cut off from employment because you did that one because because you did that you're you're now cut off. You'll never work again anywhere because you can't just say oh you're not good enough to work at Hollywood, but you're good enough to work at Kroger. Yeah, but no, if you work at WB, WB does this. <laughs> right, like like they they don't. I mean. <laughs> Tom, like, Clearly. like Tom Cruise is fresh off of, like, you, like, you talk to Katie Holmes about about how Tom Cruise treated her, and then, and then tell me what Mission Impossible, ghost, uh, fucking Ghost Protocol, and 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 everything else grossed. Top Gun Maverick, one of the one of the top grossing films of all time, and you let her tell it. He damn near took her prisoner for their entire fucking marriage. Mm-hmm. Fucking. Amber Heard and Johnny Depp shitting on each other's beds. I'm just saying there's there's this thing about being black and not being perfect as opposed to being anything else and not being perfect. This dude, that that show Beef on Netflix, that Asian dude made all them jokes about raping black women. And Netflix and and, and that entire cast, like they tried to just downplay it, suppress it. You can go on Netflix and watch Beef right now. They're trying to expand on that. They're trying to help this dude's career and all this other stuff. There's, there's something about there's something about being black and having to grow angel wings and be the best person on the planet, or else you are undeserving of success. I'm not saying Jonathan Majors doesn't need help. I'm not. Oh, he absolutely. I'm does. not saying that Jonathan Majors isn't probably a a, a walk-in douchebag. But what I am saying is he's not We're not given the same chances. Right. Like like same opportunities. This like this dude's gotta he's he's gotta go into court and win a court case, even if he wins that court case. Cause the driver just said, Oh yeah, I saw her putting her hands up and down this nigga in that cab. Yeah. Even when he even if he walks out of this case with a not guilty verdict, they're still gonna look at him as okay. Well, you're just a pariah now. Same thing with Will Smith. Will Smith put his hands on Chris Rock. Shouldn't have happened. 
He's about Sean Penn. <laughs> Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. All, all these people, notorious for putting hands on people. It was like, oh, he 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 did it in front of white people. So now it's horrible. Jonathan Majors got was in a bad relationship with a white woman, and now he he's he's everybody wants him to be untouchable. I don't I don't buy like I said if 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 it comes out that all that shit that they said happened or that she said or whatever happened in that cab and in that room, obviously you're done, right? But if not, get it get a nigga some help. Get him some help. Get it. Get him in some studio mandated therapy sessions, and then get a nigga back in the studio. Get him cooking, cause he he's too talented. Like like we like we lose if he's not there, and not even as an like not even as a Marvel audience, but as as people who enjoy going to the theater and watch watching people who are really good at what they do. Mm-hmm. Like Jim Carrey. What what was that? What oh, what was his girl? I can't remember his girl's name. Damn, that drove her to suicide. And he admitted it. He admitted that he did it. He was like, yo, I was a piece of shit back then. And I did the wrong thing. I handled this relationship wrong. Jim Carrey out there making bags. Got, got to basically retire on his own terms. He's playing Dr. Robotnik and all of this shit in kids' movies. Having a great life. Everybody gets to move forward. But black not just men, but black men and women who don't fit inside that societal box that wasn't created by us, but then we are the strong exception to a lot of rules, and I hate that shit. That's where I'm at with it. So don't recast. Just if he's if he's if he's out, he's out. If if he's out, Kang's out. Just get scrap the whole thing. Okay. F- okay. Find somebody to play Doctor Doom and let's get after it. Oh, Doctor Doom. Mm-hmm. I probably want to get Doctor Doom anyway, right? We have to if we're going yeah. if we're going Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. Secret Wars, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. that's gonna happen anyway. Yeah, push that timeline yeah, up. That's. I think that's what the the maneuver will be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just skip Gang Dynasty and just go straight to Secret mm-hmm. Wars. Okay. All right. Well, let's rank it. Where's it fall on your on your on our tier listing? So season one, again, me and David was an S. Shauna, you landed somewhere in an A B range. How do you feel about season two? Starting with me. Um Yeah. Yeah, I think I think like A minus B plus. Cause again, I think it did lag okay. a little bit, but it the ending was so strong. It it really like that last episode when the episode lagged to David's point, it was meant to, like it was meant to feel exhausting. And then it was, um, and, and like, they nailed it, like emotional reactions, all of that. It was, that was such a good finale. Probably one of the better or one of the best finales that we've gotten from a Marvel show. Um, or even some of the movies, let's be honest. Like that, that last episode was amazing. So definitely probably around like, yeah, a minus B plus can't really remember where we ranked on all of the others but um like overall very solid and i don't think this will be the end end of loki i think we will probably see him again um but if this were an end to loki it would be such an end it would be so good yeah 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 
David. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm a S S an S. Yeah, like I mean, and like I said, like this carried a lot of like a lot of weight emotionally for me because I was one of the 15 people on Earth that enjoyed Thor too. So for like <laughs> for me, like watching his journey this season, um, was was really satisfying. Watching uh, Obi was fucking great. Watching Mobius, um see what his life was i I love that seeing how ruthless i mean like just like just steel skin ravona was um making it more about futility and accepting your fate and watching that whole process like like watching them just try to rail against it and and fight it off and just and then at the, I mean, after all of that, just to say, okay, he was like, he was right. Like, like this could have ended at the end of season one. And we just watched a whole season just to see them come right back to it. I mean, that was amazing writing. Amazing. And yeah. Every, everybody acted, I mean, to, to perfection. I, I loved it. I think I'd give this an A. I remember I gave Loki an S because how I felt emotionally watching it. But I feel like I felt that way start to finish. Here, I didn't feel that way probably until the last episode. Okay. Um, And then a lot of, and then Shauna had mentioned earlier, there was a lot of characters and a lot of just plots that kind of just fell off into nowhere. And I I don't know where it went or why it was there. Um, it seems some stuff seemed like filler, whereas the first season, I don't, I don't think we got filler. It didn't feel like it to me anyway. Um, so, but it was still strong series, strong season. I, I really hope this isn't the last. I know you do, but I hope this isn't the last we see of him. I only hope this is the last we see of him because I saw what they did to Gamora. To Gamora? Yeah. Gam- like Gamora should have, like. The last we should have seen of Gamora was oh, when oh, Thanos. Oh, Marvel. Threw I thought her. you meant well, you said he did to Gamora. I was like, what did he do? I see what you mean. Yeah, okay. like when Thanos threw her off of that cliff, that should have been it. They never should have brought her back for Guardians or any of that shit because it was bad. As, as much as I'm not like a sappy person, I really do want to see a reunion with him and Thor, though. And if I know Marvel, they are, that's a cash grab that they have in their back pocket that they are not afraid to use and they will pull that out. If they, if you catch wind, or if people catch wind that Loki and Thor are going to see each other again, if they, but here's my thing, if they do it, if they do it, and they fuck it up, <laughs> and it, and and it, and it feels like a cash grab. I trust Tom to do it in a way that doesn't feel like a cash grab. Okay. I I trust him and Chris to do it in a way that feels genuine and emotional. And we see that on screen, and it's not just like a a, a money make a money making. And we've thing. seen that Taika's not okay. coming the next Thor. Taika's out as thank, thank God. Oh, he's trying to go to Star yeah. Wars. Oh, he's going to Star Wars. They they greenlit that shit. He's in. Yeah, motherfucker. He's in. He's gonna go over there and fuck something up. Motherfucker. You about to you about to see uh, uh alien on Tatooine that sounds just like Taika with TD talking way too much. That's exactly what we'll see, yeah. <laughs> Lord. Oh, well. Well, I need to get my co-stars to bed. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, 
Thank you for talking Loki season two. It was a fun series. I enjoyed it. I think that's the end of the Loki series. So, as far as it's been Eight. announced anyway, yeah. yeah. They're, they haven't announced any kind of season three. So... Yeah, they, they, they haven't announced much. They I think said, all we have. Cool. They said that they saw this in two. They said they saw they saw this being two seasons, and that was it. So they wrote it as so. contained. Yeah. Yeah, because up next we've got what if and Echo, then Deadpool, and then they just announced three animated series next year, and so far that's and, it. And Agatha. So say, Echo's coming next year, and Agatha. Yeah, Agatha and Echo. Yep. Yes, you're right. Yeah. And then the, the new Mahershala feels good about Blade. He does. He's back on. He said. He said he likes the way it's going. He loves the direction. He's happy with it. Tyrese out of a job yet again. Yet again. Damn. We tried. Tried. Thank you so much for listening <laughs> and hanging in with us <laughs> as we talk Loki season two. Um. You can find us, uh, Shawnee. You're you're better at the social stuff. <laughs> Tell, you you, you, you do the signing out part. I started to do it, and I was oh, like, "What am I saying?" I'll so do yeah, my Shana best. But we know Mariah does it absolutely mm-hmm. the best. Uh, but you can find us on our socials at oh, the Spirited Nerds. Um, always include the. That's important if you're looking for our handles. Mm-hmm. The Spirited Nerds yes. is where you can find us. Um, nothing else is tricky about it. Yeah. Find us on on tiktok on instagram on facebook on twitch on youtube if mariah is here then we can sometimes go live but without her technical prowess um that will never happen so if (laughs) someone mariah joins us you can join us live on youtube to see the things that happen when we record like uh denise's cat uh, perched on her shoulder or yeah. uh, my daughter my daughter Lord. running in here for hugs and donuts it turns out uh, all kinds of fun stuff and David's got a new lamp that will he has a new lamp I, I I didn't have time to put it up tonight I have a really cool pride flag behind me but it does look pretty good you can't see it because we're not live no. right now so if I if I pan up you can see the weed leaves on it and there's a 666 in the middle of it it's, it's that's a it's great fun. flag yeah. Jeff Rosenstock. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's where you can find us. You can listen to us on any of your favorite podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, um, any any service really that supports us. Rate us, rank us, tell us what you want us to cover. Uh, we we are flexible here, people. We, we will talk with about what you yeah. ever, whatever you want us to talk about. We would love to cover it for you. Um, and see how we yeah. can uh, get get you all more involved in what goes on here at the Spirited Nerds podcast. Take your, we will take your drink recommendations, guys. I am about to give birth to this child, and then I will be back on the bandwagon. And I'm oh, oh coming back with a vengeance. I can't I, wait. If, come on, Let's like, go. if I could just have a like that, that glass of wine that David's been working on I, the whole time, I'm like, oh my god, if I could just have a glass of wine. Still working on it. Looks <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> so yeah. I'm telling you right now, I will take your drink recommendations. They're always just going to turn into bourbon and wine. I don't know what's my... I, sorry. I will try them. I've, I've actually enjoyed testing things out and kind of making things. So I, I absolutely will give it a go. But uh, all that said, thanks yeah. for joining us. You know where else you can join us. And uh, we will, we'll see you next time. Bye.